in Matthew 16, 18, I'm concerned about this. Let me take five minutes and do this and move us into a ministry time. I'm concerned in the theme of what we just talked about, that I, we are woefully short of understanding the authority that we have on earth because of heavenly where he sets. And so let me just read a couple passages, say this a couple times, and then let's practice doing it for just a couple moments. Matthew 16, 18, when Jesus prophesied that he was going to build the church, he said, on this rock I'll build the church, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The first thing he says about the ecclesia people that he's going to build is they're going to execute the binding and loosing of heaven on earth. It's the number one mission. I mean, this is what it, it says right here. What you're going to do is execute the binding and the loosing of the heavenly reality on earth. That's the number one thing when he prophesies about what they'll be. Paul will speak about this in Ephesians 1.19. He's praying multiple things, and he prays for the immeasurable, that they'd understand the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe. According to the working of his might, that he worked in Christ. That power that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and pulled his resurrected body up off the earth. He flew up in front of it the, and then moved out of the realm of earth into the heavenly realm. That same power, he says, I'm praying you would understand it. He seated him in the heavenly places, 21, far above all authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the one to come. And he put all things, the Father put all things under Jesus' feet, not will, but has, and gave him head over all things, the church, which is us, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and all. We are the body of Christ connected to the head who sits in heaven and has all authority in heaven and earth. 1 Corinthians 6.2, to a bunch of Christians that are suing each other, what are you doing? You've lost your mind. Don't you know we're going to judge the world? The saints will judge the whole planet. And the world, why are the Indians fighting? They'll go, don't you know that we're going to judge literally angels one day? You and I are the co-judges with God. That's an amazing thing. We're the binders and loosers from heaven. We're the ones that are the body of the one who has all authority over everything. And we're going to judge the world. And we're going to judge angels. Revelations 2.26 to the church of Thyatira. If you overcome or if you conquer and keep my works to the end, I'm going to give you authority over the nations. Not just Jesus. You, y'all are going to have authority over the nations. And you're going to rule them with a rod of iron. 3.21 to the church of Laodicea. To the one who conquers, I grant to sit with me on my throne. I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. And what that metaphor means to sit on the throne of Jesus with a billion, two billion, three billion believers. How many, I don't know how many believers will be there. It means that we're sitting with him in authority, ruling and reigning. The throne speaks of the authority that we have in Christ. So, may the Lord envision our hearts with the glorious authority we have in Christ. I'm praying this for me and I'm praying it for you. Um, we have a stunning amount of authority while still in non-resurrected bodies. When you get a resurrected body, it's going to work in greater assimilation and calibration with the full rule of God. But we don't wait until we get those bodies for us to exercise authority now. Why? Because Jesus isn't waiting. Jesus is reigning in heaven with all authority. And he's now linked us to himself, and we now carry that authority. The picture for you would be this. The cop 
pulls me over on the road because I'm speeding. Well, no, it'd be more Amy. Where's Amy? Yeah, Amy gets pulled over quite a bit. It's unusual, honestly. So, but she gets pulled over again, and he walks up to the car. She doesn't stop and respond just because he has a gun. The gun is power, okay? She stops because the red lights are going and the seal on the side of the car and the badge that he has. It's because all of the state of Kansas stands behind this guy. Any man with a gun could intimidate for a season, but you're going to run, get away, you can do whatever. But the authority, that's the issue. And can you imagine a cop walking up to me in the car and go, huh, I just, I thought maybe you were doing something wrong. I don't know. Is, am I in your way? I'm sorry. Is this, is this inconvenient for you? I got some tickets I could write. I could, call, I could hold you. I don't know if I should because, you know, me. Look at me. I don't even look like a good cop. Does anybody get where I'm going with this? Because that's us. It's us. We've been deputized. The greatest authoritative organization on planet Earth is the Church of the Living God. Presidents will come and go. Prime minister, dictators will come and go. Nations will go. We are here to stay. We're the ones with the ruling authority. We are. Two billion believers connected to the king, the rightful king of all the nations. It's a stunning reality. Sit in your chair and meditate about it. And he's wanting us to execute some authority now. Not just later. We're warming up for later. Right now you've got it. Too many of us are acting like insecure cops who don't know who they are. I've never met one, by the way, but we're acting like that. We've been deputized. We've been badged. It's not just a cute metaphor. It's my Bible. And so I got this last sentence for you. We must learn to pray with authority, which looks less like begging on earth for something from heaven. Please, can you hear us? Please, would you consider us, my situation? And more like executing something from heaven to earth. Because Ephesians 2, 6 says, and he raised us up with him, past tense, raised, ed's a past tense, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's right now. So I'm standing before you now in my cute little purpley shirt, but I'm seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. One, I can get a hold of by touching and thinking and seeing. The other one, I gotta get a hold of by faith. But it's reality as much as I'm standing here physically. I'm not just waiting to go to heaven. I'm already in heaven. Ah. Uh, Bible guys, check me. I'm in heaven. I already got the mind of Christ. I've got the fruits of the spirit of my emotions. I've got the reality of the power of the one who heals the nations in me. It's time to start dipping in and executing and practicing the authority that we have. So, we want to do that tonight. I'm going to do it for a minute in front of you. I've been preaching and having fun, but can I just execute some authority right now? That'd be okay? Uh, like, I need your permission. I need your permission for the time, but not for the authority, right? So here we go. I'm going to execute some authority. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in whom I'm in, and by the power of his blood, I pray that you would begin a massive annihilation of every enemy, demon, spirit in Wichita, Kansas. 
Did you see me? I just swang for the fences. I'm going to practice it one more time. Listen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, not pretending, knowing that I'm saved and born again in your son who rules at the right hand with all authority, resurrection power, ascension power inside me, I pray for the annihilation, for the coming down of strongholds that have held generations for ages in Wichita, Kansas. I'm praying break demonic, deceiving strongholds that keep dad and son and grandpa, grandson and great-grandson in addiction, generation after generation to lust and addiction and alcohol. Break it off of them in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to know this. I don't have any more authority because I prayed real loud. I just prayed real loud because, well, I'm a loud mouth. And I'm excited up here. I feel energy from the Lord. But volume does not intimidate Satan. The only thing that intimidates him is the son of the living God. And so, let me try it one more time. Just one more time. You got, what else are you going to do on a Saturday night, right? Father God, in the name of Jesus... In Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, annihilate the enemies against your glory in this city. They're holding captive in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, for his glory's sake, by his blood, break Broadway open and make it a narrow way. Let prostitutes tonight that are giving away their body on a... Break in right now in Jesus' name and interrupt an immoral situation by breaking in with righteousness. Introduce them to the true man of God. Take the man of wickedness away from them and bring the man, the man Christ Jesus before them. So I prayed at a lower tone then, and that was my point in that is that it was just as powerful as when I was yelling a while ago. Because the authority is in the name of Jesus. Amen? So I need you guys to practice right now. There's a Goliath or there's a thing in your life that you need to speak to. And I'm just saying this. We got to get out of victim mentality. I think we're going to get beat up. We're going to be hit. I think there's martyrdom still on planet earth. Big time. I don't say you do all this and nothing bad goes. I think you go to the front line. You go to war. But I think we got a lot more to do in devastating the enemies that keep intimidating those lying snakes that keep coming into our houses and seducing the hearts of our young children twisting their sexuality and twisting their minds, you've got more authority than you know to stop some of that junk. Anybody that believes that, say amen. amen. I got a rambunctious crowd here.